All right, ready? Sure. This episode of The Break Room is brought to you by Hank's Handyman Dildo Sacks. It's hot out there on the job site, and when you need to take a break and relax, you need a cold dildo in your ass and mouth. The Handyman Dildo Sack carries five dildos of all sizes from Vern Troyer to Liam Neeson, and it's insulated with asbestos and Teflon to protect against that blazing devil sun that takes the fun out of a cold dill deep inside you. Stop by your local Home Depot, Lowe's Home Improvement, or Toys R Us and pick up a Hank's Handyman Dildo Sack today. The following is a special presentation on TNN, the Nashville Network. KTBR Break Room. Hear the drummer get wicked. I'm Ken Bastida. Dana is off tonight. He was murdered and then set on fire while celebrating his birthday. The body of Jimmy Fresge was found by firefighters on Monroe Street and Tishway in San Jose. Now the story of a wealthy family who lost everything and the one son who had no choice but to keep them all together. It's the break room. Broadcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. You're just going to roll through everything? All the old shit? Huh? I thought that was you. The other one was an accident. It was mostly him. Sure. Yeah. Episode 175. We are back from summer vacation. What are you talking about? There's been new episodes on the feed. Every well, there week. has been, but they were they were all recorded. I was about to say filmed, but it's been <laughs> they were filmed also. They're not viewers, so uh, they were filmed too. But yeah, those were all recorded. Need in to one quit night. stealing that. But yeah, go ahead. That was one time. You've you've issued it several times. That was over twice several weeks. Anyway, go ahead. Well, it was it, it worked in this case. It Maybe. was a direct steal. I guess. Yeah, it, it was a direct steal, but it worked. It was a callback to another show. It was a steal, but it worked. All right, it worked. Yeah. Okay. Did it work? Ahead. Are we sure it worked? It applied. I can we can worked. we get a replay? Yeah. Let's review the tape. Let's go to the, let's go to the replay booth. Rewind it back. I don't have that ability to Rewind replay on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, you were able to do it Mark. right then. Mark. Mark. <laughs> Who else do we have? One. I thought there's more people. Thomas. Dustin. <laughs> Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. I'm Katie Hello, Clark. I'm Mac. <laughs> and I'm a PC. Got a lot of people in the I'm Mike Wall. film studio today. I'm Morley Safer. <laughs> I'm Ed Bradley. I'm Steve Croft. I'm Leslie Stahl. Those stories and Andy Rooney tonight on 60 Minutes. I am Captain Paul. Here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I am the night automated roving robot. Car, if you prefer. Hey, I'm Lee Norris from One Tree Hill. 
I'm Aaron. Greetings. I don't need to hear from him. I am the Count. At least this bit never gets old to you. Hi, I'm Joe Quan. <laughs> I know. You, love you just it. sit over there giggling like it's the greatest <laughs> thing it? ever. I love it. So, love yeah, it. so I we are. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> we're back from summer vacation. <laughs> After, what, three weeks off, I guess it was? Three weeks. I, don't, I think we already established that. It was more like four weeks, but yeah. Yeah, because we had the whole about oh, filming it and all that other stuff. That's a good point. <laughs> that's an excellent point. Yeah. It is a good point. When do you stop stealing that bit? It's a good point. Sure. So we have some voicemails, but before we, that... We also steal the name bit, too, so it's just another thing we steal. We didn't steal that. That that came back from the old... I started that back in the Pickled Embryo days. Oh, did you? Okay. That is so a they marked stole original. That, from you. Yes. Oh, okay. that is a marked original. Maybe they did. Much like radio has stolen much from us over the years. That's true. That particular station, actually. Yeah, exactly. Stole much from us they over the years. They stole quite a bit from us. <laughs> they stole, back, they stole sure. the Wayback Machine. Yep. Totally. They did. Yep. They did say it after we did. Right. They stole it. In fairness. So did you guys do anything special? Don't roll your eyes at me. Not really. Did you do anything special for uh, summer vacation? I wouldn't say special. You make it sound like we all went somewhere for a couple of weeks. Maybe you did. Like we didn't go know. to work or okay. our normal lives. We I just didn't come here to the apartment once Pretty much week. continued living the exact same way The I apartment. Did. Sir, this is the break room tower. <laughs> well, the apartment it's inside the, apartment the break room. Inside. <laughs> we created a, an apartment inside of it. We can't, you know, More we can't actually take advantage of the entire tower. Thomas went out For stand. some reason, I scaled it down in the giant break room towers. <laughs> I scaled it down to only 750 <laughs> square feet. It's really weird. <laughs> But hey, it's your space to use as you as you sure, wish. Sure, sure, and gave myself absolutely no porch or balcony, <laughs> and no air and no access to the rest of the building. That was the really odd part. <laughs> Had it built, but decided not to have any access to it. And you built a garage that constantly smells of hot trash. Well, that's not cool. You <laughs> it gotta is. have a garage that smells of hot trash, huh? You gotta have a garage that smells of hot trash, huh? Indeed. Oh my god. So yeah, no, so, nothing special. Did Thomas, you do you anything special? No. Huh? Okay, well, well, I did. I, I did up, hook then. up That's with some real... of my other friends, and we went on an adventure and found a pirate ship full of jewels that unfortunately sailed off the Oregon coast and drifted away. That's you unfortunate. Went to but, Oregon to search for pirate but treasure. But I saved chunk though. I no, he. I killed him. Uh, okay. uh, but I did save enough jewels to save my family's business. So your family jewels. My family jewels. So here we are. Excellent. I have refunded the break room, and we are back again. Refunded. Right. That's right. <laughs> like you gave us our money back for attempting it in the first place. I mean, I'm keeping it all for myself, but oh. I'm just oh, funding okay. in the break room. I'm not paying any of you bitches. You're re-funding the, the break room. <clears throat> so we have voicemails. Here we go. That's right. During the slumber party episode, I told you guys I've been re-listening to some old episodes, and you had mentioned uh, about an idea for a show called The Soundtrack to Your Life. Um, I don't know if you remember this or not. Uh... I'm not exactly sure what your idea was, but it sounded kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know, maybe you guys, you could enlighten us as to what that idea was, or uh, if it's still something that you're uh, interested in doing. Uh, I mean, I guess I have the general idea of what it would be, but I'm uh, interested to see in, in what you uh, what you were initially thinking of. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's an idea for a show, so uh, uh, don't play this one on the air. Well, in the future, first of all, I don't know why Nate is talking like through three layers of steel (laughs) to make his call. Um, But you should, if you don't want to play something there, you should probably preface that or start the voicemail with that, and then I'll probably still play the beginning and then stop it because I don't listen to these beforehand. But you should probably start like this time. We're just going to leave that one on the air, right? Going forward, if you say it in the beginning, right, we won't do it. 
Um, as far as that idea goes, at some point, um, I would like the soundtrack of life idea was basically uh, maybe as few as three points, maybe as many as three plus. But uh, sixteen. It would basically be the soundtrack of your life is essentially what song would you think fits for your birth, let's say marriage and death or something like that. You know, just uh, interesting. You know, I think about movies and they always have bragger. <laughs> you know, you think about a, a strong soundtrack accompanies a movie makes that movie better. That's so true. What, what what is that? What music symbolizes your life? What song specifically do you think evoke the right imagery? That, that kind of well, does there's mine. There's a lot of sound. Well, never mind. I'm not going to really argue that point. Go ahead. I mean, yeah, there could be a lot of songs. I'm saying to you what no, definitively. No, no, I'm just saying that a lot of soundtrack, um, a lot of soundtracks that make movies great don't actually have songs. It's scores. True. That's true. I'm, or maybe I'm thinking of maybe TV shows more. But at any at any rate, I mean, it could be a score song if you want. Like, you it's know, really rough to place, but yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, it would saying. take some time to develop. But that's do the, you remember TV stands? That's the idea in a nutshell. So um, TV shows. All right, well, here's another voicemail. Hey, Big Room, it's Travis Mayer. Hey, listen, guys, uh, I just wanted to say uh, thanks so much for helping us out with the uh, Rock Go the Flying Rhino uh, campaign. Uh, campaign's over now, and I've had some time to finally uh, rest and relax after all the chaos was caused. But, uh, yeah, uh, we, we raised a lot of money. Unfortunately, not enough money to make the movie, but uh, we did make enough money to sort of get the Project was he talking about? <laughs> Roscoe oh the Flying Rhino. Are you serious? Oh yeah, forgot about that. God. Yeah. Well, cool. Glad that helped out. Glad you're paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was re- I was reading stuff. Welcome on the to internet. the show, Dustin. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I kind of checked out. Twenty weeks. Yeah. Um. Well, the so the question of the week is: What is your favorite video game of all time? Great question. Oof, that's really a hard, hard one. to answer. That's really difficult. I would almost say that it's like saying my favorite movie. Like, it has to be genre-specific. <clears throat> so you mean like RPG versus shooter versus... Yeah, RPG, shooter, side-scroll. Mm. I mean, action, Do you remember shooter games? They're all different. Yeah. I really... My mind immediately jumps to one of two, and that's either Super Mario 3 or Super Mario World. Because I love those games, and I can, I'll still sit down and play those when I have a chance. Okay. I like Zelda. I'm just... The original? Oh, yeah. Legend of Zelda? That's an all-time classic <clears throat> favorite. Does it really count? I mean, obviously, I'm prefacing putting stuff on uh, it, but does it really count if you haven't played the game in 10-plus years? Sure. I don't know why I wouldn't. I've probably played that in 10-plus years, though, because it was on the DS, and I had a DS for a little while. Played it on there. And it was on the Wii. Played it on there I mean, too. of newer games, I don't know, Mass Effect, maybe? Or they were the first Knights of the Old Republic. Mass Effect, Halo, or Madden are pretty much all I ever play, so I guess it'd have to be pretty one much. of those. So it had to be Halo 4? Probably. That or Madden. They're the only Dang, ones I really play regularly. sports game can't be an all-time game. There's not enough well, That's one of the only ones I've gotten every year. No, I know. I'm just saying that's there's not enough origination in a sports game. It's based yeah. off of... I know it's based off of a real thing, but it also... They've really, really, really evolved, too. Sure, but... 
I just feel like it needs to be a lot more original than that to be. Okay. Well, I if really we're going to put that on it, then I'll say Halo. I can't really decide. That's really rough. Obviously, I think Halo 4 is probably the best shooter I've ever played. Which I still have not played Halo Do you 4. remember shooter games? What's wrong with you? Yes, you have. You played it over here before. Have we played it over here? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Alright, well Halo 4. Uh Final Fantasy 7 is probably one of my oh, all-time yeah. favorites. Oh yeah, Final Fantasy Yes. I that completely forgot about Final yeah. Fantasy 7. Yeah. I'm not sure that any game has ever made me ignore the rest of my life so many times in my life. I never did finish that game. Be- Final Fantasy 7. Because my brothers um wiped out my memory card. And so right when I was at the last volcano no, where Sephiroth was, um I hadn't had a I hadn't had a chance to play yet and they wiped my memory card. And Sucks. I just never but had the heart serious? to go back and play through that entire game again. Yeah, it's a pretty damn long game. What is it, like 70 hours or something? Yeah. I'm about I started it a couple months ago. I downloaded it on my PS3. I started it a couple months ago. I'm about halfway through it, just playing back through it again. Like, here we are, 15, what is it, a long-ass time later? Like 30 years later. In Final Fantasy VIII, um, I got most of the way it's through that. 30 years. <laughs> and then they broke my uh, PS2. Uh, so, or you had was really that? destructive brothers. It, yeah. was, it was on was PS1, it, or, sorry, but PS1, you could then, play it on PS2. Okay, well, they broke my PS1, and so I gave up. <laughs> I never went back. It was really good. <laughs> 10 was amazing, and 12 was really, really, really uh, good. He, yeah. 10 is when they started talking instead yeah. of. Yeah, 10 was good. I, I, so I gave good. up on that one because oh it, it was. Uh, I don't remember what it was. I came up against something. It was really, it was way too hard to beat, and I just. I tried to play 13 up. on the 360, and I just never got into it really. I said Halo, but it, yeah, Mass Effect would probably have to outweigh Halo because it's got the RPG element in it, too, that I love so much. Yeah. Speaking of that, I started up a new game in Mass Effect 3 recently, and I uh, I forgot about the whole thing they have at the beginning of the game that says you can play the generic, you know, the regular experience. You can play it as storyline experience where there's barely any fighting, or you can yeah. play it just as fighting where there's almost no storyline. Uh, have you, okay. Have you all ever done either one of the other two? Mm-mm. I just did the default. I've always done the same, yeah. the regular Mass Effect experience. I really want to try that sometime just to see exactly how it I'm surprised how many you played through those. You haven't done that before. Let's see. This will be at least my fifth or sixth time on the third game. That's what I mean. <laughs> I've only played through each game once. So yeah. And there's some really awesome uh, deal- downloadable content on the third game if you get a chance to do that. What? Why do you have a cane in your living room? It's not a cane. Or a walker. It's, a it's not either of those. Holder. It is a guitar stand. Oh, looks like a walker. It doesn't from, from look this, anything. Have you ever from, seen a walker from before? this angle? It looks like a walker. Yeah, maybe a cane. A walker has is is I, two no, sides. No, no. I mean the you know the the single walker canes with like the four uh, legs in the bottom. It looks like one of those because you can't see the U-shaped really. arm to hold the guitar from here because of the shadows. Like the Texas Ranger. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we learned a, an interesting. It looks like Chuck fact. Norris is sitting over. <laughs> Why is Chuck the Norris over there by? <laughs> By your couch. We learned an interesting fact before the show started, and that's that Dustin's never seen Saved by the Bell. That's my question. Like, how have you never seen fucking Saved by the Bell? I don't know. I just never saw it. What bubble did you grow up in? <laughs> the, the one that didn't the see Saved by the Bell. The amazing thing is we both know. damn well know that he did not grow up in a bubble. Because he true. watched like, way more television than you and I as far as like the plethora of channels that his parents gave him. I think he was him. too busy watching Emmanuel videos. Probably. And I'd watch porn instead of watching that. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Little Dustin, what are you watching? I'm watching Emmanuel, mommy. <laughs> a conversation that never occurred. What fortunately. the hell is Emmanuel? It's a long-running softcore porn series. Really? Like, I think it's French. Yeah, like there's like I don't know over. For some reason we need to pull that films. for the beginning of this show and introduce what the break room is. What? It's a, a long-running, long-running porn, running show. <laughs> porn show, and it's French. I think it's French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Anyways, it's a long way. Welcome long to show. the break room. It's a long running. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's how we should, that should be our description. So have you tried? You haven't even tried to watch one as an adult to I to grasp the cultural impact. Had any eh, desire to go back? It's not going to hold up. That's kind of oh, no, it's definitely it a nostalgia show now. Yeah, I mean, but yes. if you didn't watch it, you but don't I'm really saying, have that. If you don't have like, what? Oh, surprised no, you didn't like, go back to check it out. There's a girl at work that that is huge into Final Fantasy, except she's huge into Final Fantasy, never having played Final Fantasy VII. She loved the earlier games, and then yeah. she didn't have a PlayStation. Three was pretty up, damn so, good too. Yeah, Final she was Fantasy. big into three. Yeah, and like it blows my mind. Like, how can you have been huge into? Final Fantasy. I mean, as big as I was into the seven, man, I would have been selling it on the corner or something, just trying to. Oh yeah, just trying to. You get, were anyway, so you might as well, well have got I mean, some Final Fantasy might as well games get out of a it. PlayStation out of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Anyway, here's the mutton now. Crazy. I only accept Playstations. <laughs> only. I've already got five at home, but <laughs> or copies of Final I can Fantasy. Only have exactly. more of them. Exactly. Yeah, or, or parts of the Final Fantasy series. But did you play through thirteen on the Xbox? Did you finish it? Yeah. 13? Final Fantasy yes. 13? No, no, no. I never did finish that. Okay. That was rough. Yeah, it was. It wasn't very good. It's It's been since 9 since I've stalled in the middle of a game. And then... Yeah. 15. Like, it was way too... Like, it was super linear. 16. Yeah. For, like, the first three... Di- for, like, the first Six. 30 hours. Yeah. And then finally I got to open world and I just got tired of it. It was just... Two. Yeah, I don't really know why it wasn't open from the beginning. That's like a classic Final Fantasy element is to be an open world, not a linear thing. I mean, most of them have some linear stuff at the beginning where you don't have a lot of choice but while you're getting used to it and stuff. But, yeah. Anyway, this has turned into Final Fantasy talk really quickly. But anyway. Anyway. Your favorite segment of all time. Uh, Well, we can go into it much deeper than that if we're going to. With probes connected to their genitalia. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Well, As they uh, talk about Final Fantasy. (laughs) This one seems really excited. (laughs) Uh, on the other side, we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to finally resurrect the Double Dead Hall of Fame. Eats me. Odd. You're listening to the break room. You can put it in your ass cheeks, maybe. You've played every Mario game. you conquered every Mario game. You think you've mastered all there is to know about Mario. Well, you better think again. New Super Mario World, made possible by the power of the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. You've never faced the challenge of so many enemies, so many obstacles, so many levels. You've never needed help from a dinosaur before. Super Mario World, you get it only with a Super NES. It's part of the growing lineup of games for the next generation from Nintendo. You've got to play it. You've got to have it. You've got a reputation. Now you're playing with power. Super power. Cinema's been around for over 100 years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-Minute Movie Podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. Tuesday. Pain. Don't forget, 5 o'clock, sponge bath. Leads to pleasure. Who's the boss? Looking forward to it. Then this was Lewis. He was on my sister like mold on cheese. I couldn't help feeling she needed my protection. I'm on to you, Lewis. The Wonder Years. After Who's the Boss? Tuesday. It's time for the break. Room's Double Dead Hall of Fame. Hi, Billy Mays here for... Into the vagina and out the ass. Oh, my goodness. Hello. Hello. 
It has been a long time since we've opened the doors to the Double Dead to potentially welcome a host of new candidates. Or inductees, I Or maybe say. none. I feel like we need maybe to be applause at the end of that or something. Man, feels a little, feels a little empty. You start it? over? Yeah. Really? It's time for the break. Room's Double Dead Hall of Fame. Hi, Billy Mays here for... Into the vagina and out the ass. Oh my goodness. Hello. Not that I have applause right now. So we have not done this since March. It has been a long, long time. God, there's been a lot of double dead since then. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because I looked, I looked back at our our last entry. Dustin, because I did that one. Nope. I did one in there somewhere. And Dustin did one as well. Last time was in March. Really? Yep. Okay. Oh, maybe. But are you serious? But I am serious. I don't think you are. But I am. You don't seem serious. But are you? Liar. Is anybody serious? serious? (laughs) Is there anybody ever that's ever been serious? Never, ever. Probably somebody. Never? Or ever? Either. Possibly sometime? Or both. All the time? Sometimes. When? Never. Now? Before. Fine. When will them be now? <laughs> Tomorrow. So let's start off in April. Jonathan Winters, legendary comedian, and uh, star there. <laughs> Showed up late. Nice. They're fired. <laughs> Two minutes later. Uh, star of Mork and Mindy with uh, Robin Williams. He played Robin Williams' son, who was uh, an old man. He was a giant baby. DJs. So, Jonathan Winters, in or out? Dustin? I don't know who that is, so out. Same here, out. I know who he is, but I know he's a comedy genius, like, but... I know Mork and Mindy existed. I don't know anything about a baby that was older than he was. Nothing about it. So, out. I'm going to say out as well. Out. So, Boom. fuck you, Jonathan Winters. You're flushed out. Triple dead. Energy. Energy 105. Oh, God. <laughs> so deal with Perfect. it. So I was hoping deal with it was said in there. Perfect. All right. Well, the next one is 105. <laughs> yep. We're on your FM dial now. Energy 105.5 has arrived. Energy. It's new. It's fresh. Just deal with it. Oh, okay. It's at the very end. Amazing. Just deal with it. You need to pull that one piece. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Well, our next uh, potential candidate for the Sports Hall of Fame, uh, Denai Grita, I predict uh, she's uh, Marcus No here, is Pat Summerall, legendary announcer and former kicker for the New okay. York Giants. You have to say yes to I'm this. I'm trying to know who that is. Died at 82. Mark? Uh, occasional alcoholic. I'm going to say absolutely he's in. He's Probably. got Look at one that. of the most definitive voices in all of broadcasting history. You know, absolutely. You could have issued getting local on your ass, too, with that one. That's a good point. But I won't. Okay. I'll issue some NFL. <laughs> I feel like there's a theme going on here. Thomas, what do you think? Of course. An NFL without, theme? Without even thinking about it. Yes. Dustin? Yeah, he's in. All right. Good times. This is going rather quickly. <laughs> you wanted a quick show. Yep. Let's get out of here. At 23 years old... <laughs> There's only two. 23-year-old winner of the 1993 Belmont Stakes, Colonial Affair, dying at 23 years old. Out. The horse? Out. The horse, Colonial Out. Affair. Out. Next one. Out. I'm going to say he's in. Of course. This is a sports, you realize. I know. We That's have to two have, in a row. Oh I know. Two. We need a horse into our... Uh, your end doesn't oh matter anyway. Well, we had Mr. Ed on before. We need a companion because Mr. Ed Did you do a long. double dead for Mr. Ed, though? We never did. No, okay. he wasn't dead. There you go. Well, he was in hell. Was he? I think so. I don't remember. I'm going to say... Next sure. to Dave. Yeah. You said no already. 
I'm gonna say he was. Come on! Oh no, I'm sorry, but no to Colonial. No, I don't. Want or whatever the fuck it was name was. What was the horse's name again? Colonial Affair. Colonial, A F F A I R. The Winged Horse. Like anybody Superman. can know that. Yes. Hmm. Winged Horse Superman. All right, coming in uh, at age 81. <laughs> That's a weird way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> we need the drop of. Uh, I want to see you spanking it when you're 90 years old. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 81 years old, legendary country singer George Jones, the old possum. I'm going to say he's absolutely in. I don't really know him. I don't either. You don't know George Jones? No. Nah. Seriously, you don't know He Stopped Loving Her Today? Is he saying It's Not Unusual? He said uh, <laughs> no. God, you have to think about that. Is he the owner of the Cowboys? He's saying White <laughs> Lightning? I don't see how you can vote out George Jones. He's a legend in the music industry. I did not vote him. I didn't vote him out yet. I just don't remember him. If I don't know him, though, can't. Yeah, but you hate country music. That's this true. Is, I don't hate all country music. We established this you before. Hate the, Other than Blue Sides and Texas. Of it. Okay. Shut up. And anything Blackhawk sings. Wide lightning. So, Dustin? This doesn't sound very good, so I'm going to say out. Bastard. <laughs> That is a knee-jerk reaction. This is an excellent song. You're ignoring the classics. That came or I like that better. Perhaps deliberately not paying attention to them. Okay. That came Don't play more. Okay, so let's move on to May. One Chris I didn't Kelly. We were doing these by the month. Awesome. Look at you all, super. I'm organized. organized. You are. One Chris Kelly died at 34. He was a rapper in the rap group. Known as Chris Cross. Brother to R? Yes. Okay. He's the one that R. Kelly peed on in the closet. Okay. I don't know anything about that. R. Kelly but... peed on him in the closet? So they only yeah, had two I'm songs, Jump in. Jump and yeah, but, Short Bus. Dude, that song was huge when yeah, we were in sixth he can't, grade. He can't go in the Hall of Fame just based on that. I'm going to say in. One hit wonder? You absolutely You're a can't. Have you ever had a hit? Doesn't matter. That's a big deal, dude. It's not a big deal. It is a big deal. Are you going to put a flock of seagulls in the fucking... When they all die, are you going to put them in the fucking Music Hall of Fame? Huh? Well, the Music Wing? Why would I tell you what I'm going to vote on Lynn? <laughs> I'm just saying, one Let's hit wonder. wait till it happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. What about T.T. Boy when he dies? Are you going to put him in? Oh, of course. Well, that's your, he's your favorite, I'm so I'm not going to give away all of... We're not going to go through the list of everyone that exists right now and say whether or not I'm going to put him in. I'm going to run down the list. <laughs> Of all humanity? I like how Flock of Seagulls and T.T. Boy are the first two you thought of. It's the most random okay, thing ever. Top, top <laughs> David Hasselhoff. Of course. What about Eddie Murphy? He okay, had I'm, really, I'm not going to party all the time. Why don't we actually do the people that are dead? Because that's what he's known for. <laughs> Bruce Willis. He had that song. Like Patrick Swayze being known, she's like the wind, and that would be his only accomplishment. Yes. That's pretty much all he did. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, yeah. Okay, next one is Jeff Hanneman, died at 49, guitarist of Slayer. Which we talked about no, in a previous no, episode. Uh, no, 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 no. Dustin's answered. I'm going to agree with Dustin on this one. <sighs> you guys are cunts. You're going <laughs> to vote in Slayer? Yes, I'm going to okay. vote in Slayer. Okay. I mean, I'm sure they fall into the category of at least one hit wonders. Well, but put, let me get this right. You're putting any. Chris Kelly from Criss Cross in, but not... The you know guy what's really funny? Yes. I never had that song, never owned that CD, nothing. But that song was so huge. I never have ever been in grade school. Granted, it could be. You've never been in grade, grade school? school? No, no. I Bragger. wasn't finished with that sentence. He skipped. <laughs> Slayer was like 80s, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that was their biggest era. It was like early 90s. Pop, pop, pop. Whatever Rain and Blood I've was. Never, okay, fine. So I was in school during the time they were big. Yeah. I've never been in school and like one of their songs taken over the entire school. Like everybody has it. Except for me. 
because I was super not into cool music. You're too busy listening to Tiki Boy. Okay. It all jams. You are. You're confusing. It's about cock and balls. Every, every single <laughs> what, song what, that he did. Boy, what was his name? Uh, Timmy T. That's who oh, I was thinking. Yeah. Not T.T. Boy. <laughs> no wonder you can find <laughs> a flock of seagulls. And <laughs> entirely different amazing. artists. Why are you talking about pornography and flock of seagulls? <laughs> one's a visual artist and one's a... It's really weird. Alleged musical artist. So your love for Timmy T. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's my... That's my crappy defense for why I vote for the dude from Criss Cross and not the dude from Slayer. Fine. Makes sense. Uh, the last one for me, dying you know, in 85, Nate. pop psychologist Dr. Joyce Brothers. All right, I'm going to sound really stupid here. Who is that again? A pop psychologist named Dr. Joyce Brothers. No, I got that, but how <laughs> she do was, I know this person? Uh, she was all over the media all the time. She was like um, Dr. Ruth or one of those that always appeared on talk shows. And I don't watch talk shows. I think shows. she had a column, and she might have had a radio show at some point. Okay, none of that moves me at all, so no. She didn't move your penis? Okay. I'm going to go and say in. She was pretty big. I'm going to say out. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> she wasn't any... that big. All right. So, so far, Criss Cross. <laughs> Chris Kelly. Pat Summerall. And Pat Summerall. That's it, right? That's it. All right. All right. Let's move on to June. Another country legend, Slim Whitman, died at 90. <laughs> Brother to Walt? Yes. Uh, I'm going to say he's in because of his brother's fame. <laughs> This is Slim Whitman. Wow, what is this? It's nothing. It's been a long time since you left it's me. It's your favorite artist. What the hell is this? this? Is Timmy T. Timmy your T. favorite. Oh, God. One more try. I didn't mean Amazing. To make you cry. At least this shit comes up 20 years later. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, my God. He's not even on the list right now for crying out loud. Gosh, Jeez, what are you doing? Is this your private bedroom singing? <laughs> oh, this is Slim Whitman. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. hey, according to you, this is perfect music to get laid because you said all you need is falsetto. That's true. <laughs> so, okay, he's in. Dear God, it's like half banshee. Dude, it's great, com- great combined with Timmy T. Stop the uh, Timmy T for a minute. I want to hear what it sounds like by itself. So you've got... Good God. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh... So anyways, Slim, Slim Woman, in or out? I said yes. So I I'll say yes. By it. So he's in. All right, he's in. I hope you feel good. I do. I get to watch the great uh, video that's going on with this too. God. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really right. weird combo. Next one in June. Really is. Dying at 51. We need, to figure oh, out a movie. we need to figure out a movie that playing those two songs together, at least the first part of the Walt Whitman song, like <laughs> make you see things or something. <laughs> that sounds good. Anyway. Dying at 51, the leader of the Sopranos family, James Gandolfini. I still haven't watched that, but I have to say yes. I'm also going to say yes. I don't there think it's any surprise. very few people in this world that play a part that are associated with that part. Born cocksucker. In this case, until the day he Jehovah's dies. His witnesses are more interesting. <clears throat> yeah, and he just... He trans... Like, very few characters from shows transcend pop co- to pop culture past the show. Yeah. And he is... Blackboard. 
Like anytime anybody Spanish sees that guy, they think Tony Soprano. So. And it's it's really amazing at the if you look at him in his normal life talking and the oh, rim shot. he just assumes that accent, the Tony Soprano accent. He's got uh, a rather normal or had a bland accent which, otherwise. We're gonna but, use that more often. Oh, rim shot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any surprise he should be in the Double Dead Hall of Fame. Oh, of course. He was um, a great actor from you know it. It wasn't just the Sopranos. Um, he was in the Mexican and many, did, many, many movies. What was the the torture movie that just came out? Zero Dark Thirty. He was yeah. good, he was good in that. Never um, seen that. Yeah, he was he was a great actor. Unfortunately, I think he kind of got, got slotted in his later years because of the Sopranos. Yeah, a little bit. So unfortunate to have an iconic role like that and get slotted. Yeah, well, some people. I, I just don't, don't think, understand don't the argument against was, that. Like it's look, a big deal. It is a big deal to some people, though. Like if you can't get he, more work. I don't know that he was specifically, but that's been a thing for forever. That's some decent work. Like uh, Sir Alec Guinness could not stand that he was huge into theater and stuff, and did lots of big, bigger, more important movies in his mind, and yet everybody always thought of him as fucking Obi Wan Kenobi. Like, yeah. well, trade with some other actor. It doesn't trade, work trade like careers. that, dude. Oh my god! Don't be well, a douchebag. Like he you don't want right. to make it big as he an actor. Right. That's it's not, not like that. the goal to be known universally forever. But if he thinks his acting skills are so above that movie, which I can mm. see how he would come to that point. It's not only that, that but that's it's all uh, he's known for. Just but it does in some in some cases it like for instance Big Pussy and Polly Walnuts on the show like they can't find any jobs outside of being mafia guys. And now you could attribute that to yeah. maybe they have a limited acting range, but that's they're also more really. What I'm but even even James oh, Gandolfini had a heart. He was always a tough guy because he was associated with being Soprano. Alec he was Guinness is not like one of those guys whose acting range was limited. But unfortunately, sometimes yes, it may make you a lot of money, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to do more projects and can't get them just because you're identified with the character, it's like a lot of Star Trek actors. It's pretty rough. They never could. Most like ninety percent of those actors could not break out of the Star Trek. Yeah, Leonard well, Nimoy just... struggled with that for a long time. Like, didn't yeah. he write a book called "I'm Not Spock" or something like yeah. that? I'm not Spock. Like, and it's easy for you to sit here and be like, "Oh, I, if I made all that money, I would." That's would not get what I'm shit. talking about. There's but, just a whole lot of other shit I'd be worried about over if well, some actors worried about their legacy. If that is your whatever. career that you feel passionately about, I'm not worried about them being worried. Absolutely, about it. would be something that I could see would matter. Man, but it just it's easy for me to sit here and go. I'm never gonna get. I'm never gonna be convinced that it matters. So we can just keep going. Well, it. it to well, me, I'll tell you why it matters. You can argue with me till you're blue in the face. I'm, I'm just saying to. It'd be nice to see them in other projects and to see what they could do. That's why I care. I'm sure they could get some. I'm sure Tony Soprano could have got some Kickstarter and done something if he wanted to. I don't think he struggled. And he could have been in some independent film and done something completely different if he wanted to. I'm I'm sure most of them could these days, especially. Maybe it was worse back in the 70s or 80s. Yeah, I'm talking about the old days. But nowadays, it's not that big. It's probably easier now. It just depends on who you are. And actually, having a big name like that would make it even easier to do something like that if you wanted to. Kickstarter, yes, but you got to look before Kickstarter. Is what I'm saying. Like well, even okay. then, it not just all if you got a shit ton of money and you know a lot of people with a shit ton of money, I'm sure you could come up with some kind of project. Possibly. Especially if you're just wanting to really show your acting. Would chops. anybody ever take it seriously? I mean, there's all sorts of questions there that I feel like you're really glossing over. Nowadays, especially they would. Well, people love like, indie films. It's not, people love these. It's not even, look at this breakout performance by this guy. You know him as Tony Soprano, but look at him in this. But then, a real you, passionate but then you have to sign movie. somebody to write a fucking movie. I mean, it's you're talking it's about that, a lot of pieces that. Yeah, if you're that passionate about it, you'll go to all that effort. It's not only just the acting. What if if there's a movie that you get a script for and you really, really want that role and it's not something you've been associated with playing in the past, like let's say James Gandolfini wanted to play Idris Elba's character in Pacific Rim. Amazing. Of course, you can't, ima- <laughs> you can't imagine him that in him, him in that role. That'd be awesome. But it would have been know. interesting, right? 
I'm yeah, just saying, I like, mean, sure. you don't necessarily have to go for your own projects. Like, you want to get cast in other people's projects. Like, what if Paulie Walnuts wanted to? Well, you do. Well, you could do your own project, and then maybe you, you'll, you have your range, and then maybe you get very cast possibly. In other but you know, especially in, if it's really done well. But you can really do other things. There's well. a lot of ifs and a lot of things that you're yeah. kind of glossing. But in the meantime, well, I guess it's better ball. just to be. You know, be actor guy that can fit in everywhere Look, than it is to be an sure. A-list actor. It just depends like on Kevin who you Pollack. are. It just yeah, you can be Kevin Pollack. could be anything, anytime. So yeah. I guess he had it better than Sir Alec Guinness. And, he kind of uh, did. I mean, yeah. he, he's able to... I guess. He's able to depends. slide from roll to roll. Like but. the dude... Uh, what's his name? The dude that plays Stifler. That guy like yeah. always talks about... like Somebody asked Sean him one time, like, do you ever get tired of playing the same character? And he's like, fuck, man, people are paying me money. No, I don't get tired of it at all. Yeah. It just depends on the person. Yeah. Jackass, <laughs> cunthead. So James Gandolfini in the acting wing. That's exactly. It's uh, a weird. It's a weird expletive. <laughs> Figured like it. I wasn't. I was just trying to say it's believable. It seems like this may not be the greatest topic. Maybe you're not coming from that position, but it seems like oh well, they make they all this money. Position. So okay, you know, you know what I'm saying. I do. Having a brother who is trying to make it into this world, he would certainly be. I'm not saying you irritated gotta, about if he was typecast and he was only considered for types of a certain thing. I'm not saying you have to feel bad for them. It's just like I would like to see I'm them. I'm not even in some saying you feel bad like, for them. I'm but, just saying it gets yeah. under a lot of them. Well, skin. that's what Dustin said earlier. So why, why should I feel bad for these people? I'm like I don't feel bad for him, no, but you know, I don't feel. I bad. have such tired head on this argument. Let's just go on. <laughs> now we're going to continue it. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> really poked the bear over there. Apparently, I just don't care anymore. Let's go. I don't believe that for a second. Oh my god! Stop it! <laughs> okay, what a crap-ass <laughs> intro to a song. I'm really regretting my voting him in a minute ago. Did uh, you vote him in? Yeah, yeah I did. I did. Based on his like brother me. Walt. Uh. All right, dying at 31 years old last week of a heroin and alcohol mix was Corey Monteith from Glee. Died at age 31 in a Vancouver hotel room. Fuck no. I'm gonna he say didn't, no. He didn't, I'm gonna say no. Also, I like the guy, but he didn't have enough of a career to really say he, he didn't. Like the main, wasn't he like one, the main guy on Glee? He was or something? one of two main characters. Oh, really? He was yeah. like the will they, won't they relationship nah, with okay. Lee Michelle. Yeah, and of course they would have Weren't ended they up together, together in real life. Actually, and they too? worked together in real life too. So has yeah, anybody gotten like a response from her on this? Uh, thing they just her agents just said she, you know, respect her privacy, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So yeah. um, he had just what was kind it? some kind of. Overdose. Overdose of alcohol. Heroin. Heroin and alcohol. He had just gotten out of Jeez. rehab like two weeks ago, too. Wow. And then and he heroin. had voluntarily checked himself into. That's why when yeah. we were talking about the, uh, it was a while back when we were talking about the one drug we would try. It would like, heroin would not be, what, like heroin will fucking kill you the first time. No, man. After I saw bubbles on the wire, I don't need heroin. <clears throat> I'm going to stay away from If you're, stay away if from you're in that too. good shape, fine. But heroin will fucking kill you the first time. It's insane. Not always, but it could. No. It can't. Yeah, that's can. what I'm saying. Obviously, it doesn't variety. always. Now, black tar, I'm definitely going to try. <laughs> if it always killed you on the first time, no one would ever use it. It'd be like the best preventative drug ever. <laughs> It'd be like the worst drug on market. <laughs> I have all this heroin to move. It's all How? one-time users. <laughs> How do you one-time users? I think my first hard drug will probably be drinking paint thinner straight. That makes sense. You're probably going to die. You don't know that. Just so you know. Okay. Have you been huffing paint again? You have like the most amazing stomach lining ever then. Is that a compliment? <laughs> If you can drink paint thinner, that's what you're always bragging about. (laughs) Stomach liner guy. Let's do that. When you're ready to do that, let's do that live on the show. Okay. 
<laughs> Followed up with some Drano. God damn it, what the shit? <laughs> All right, and finally, our last potential inductee into the Double Dead Hall of Fame. What's happening? Is one Dennis Berkeley, age 67. I like those. He was the voice Elizabeth's actor. father? Yes. Uh, I'm so excited. He played Principal Moss on King of the Hill. Oh, he did died he? just yesterday. Oh, wow. That's unfortunate. I'm going to say in. Well, both they... of you are going to say in. Oh, absolutely. So it doesn't matter what I say. I don't know what else he did, but he was Principal Moss. That's enough. One hit wonder. That's fine. And that's a big, pretty big hit. Which <laughs> we've, already, we've already established that one hit wonders can get in. We did. I was just pointing that out. When I'm caught. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, on... <laughs> Does anybody drive down the street with uh, <laughs> coming out there? Yeah, like I'm gonna start jamming it in your park. Air, I'm gonna start like, jamming that in your parking garage every God. time I pull in. Hey, might get some good echoes in there. <laughs> but roll that all the windows, open the sunroof, <laughs> just blare that shit. Oh, <laughs> just God. that part on loop, though. That's the most amazing intro into a song. Good God. Maybe we'll play that at the end of the show. What year did that album come out? Just that. It's an excellent question. Nobody can even know that. You can't see it there? No, it doesn't say. It's his very best, so. <laughs> what was his real name? Slim Whitman. Okay. Zacharias Musawi. Did he have a real first name? Walter Seems White. like Slim was a... Okay. Ryan the Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> You're goddamn right That's I a am. weird. It's a weird name he had. I didn't even hear it. What it was? Ryan it? the Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Like how they're strumming some, some guitar Ryan, behind that, too. the Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. That's the act- outro music. I know. Okay. All right. Yes, Mark playing guitar. <laughs> well, let's... Uh, let's All right. On the other All side, right. let's talk All Pacific right. Rim, All Monsters right. University, right. and Despicable right. Me Too. All right. Shut up! After we do this line of coke, huff this paint, and tastefully tongue. We'll be right back to the break room. Go ahead and get naked and call in the question of the week to 469-665-9827. A game where you try to sneak into the kitchen without waking Daddy. Land on a noise, it could be back to bed for you. No way, Daddy! From Parker Brothers. This week on the Hobo Shack. Last week, due to some technical difficulties, we were unable to bring you the full Cool Queef episode. So this Sunday, July 21st, Cool Queef is coming back to finish what we started. Now that our old computer's burning in that hobo trash fire, and we got these new rigs, uh, guys, what do you want to talk about this week? I want to talk about fucking a whore with a massive frozen shit log. I wouldn't really mind uh, throwing my bitch splitter in a woman's shit spitter and just watching that fucker rip open and blow shit all over me. I'd like to talk about the last time I was suffocated by a woman's fat tits. I'd like to talk about gargling a woman's piss in my mouth like it's Listerine. Maybe you'd like to hear about the last time I licked a woman's asshole. Or the time that I blew my fuck chowder in a woman, she queefed it out all over her daughter's bed. I've got a good story about the other night where I jacked off into a woman's purse at the bar. Not, not too long ago, I was smoking some PCP, and 
really fucking a woman until her pelvis was nearly broke. I want to tell you a story about the last girl I dated, and when I broke up with her, I shit in her microwave. Or the way that after I left her house, I went over and cock-slapped her mom and dad for about a half hour. And then I pissed on all the pictures she had in her house of her kids. Let the fucking begin. <laughs> That's right, this Sunday, July 21st, Cool Queef comes back for the second week in a row to the Hobo Shack to talk about all things perverted. Go to thehoboshack.com, thepopsyndicate.net for more information, download the Hobo Shack app for both Android and Apple devices, and subscribe now on iTunes. Ah, that's my nephew, Scruff, reading that comic book. Improving my mind. Give me your magic zapper and I'll improve your mind. Hey, that's me! Look inside. It's about the adventures you have coming home from school. Uh-oh. It gives tips on what to do about bullies, finding drugs, or trouble on the bus. And it shows what happens to Scruff. What happens? What happens? You'll see for your free copy, write McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652, and help me pick up fight on a crime. What happens? What happens? This is Thumbs of Fury with Mark, Thomas, and Dustin, three brave men who dare to punch pop culture right where it hurts. Today the break room boys have come to destroy the zombified corpse of arrested development. And then Mark gives a bucket of kryptonite to Superman Unbound. Let's all point and laugh at the fact that Dustin is never nude. We've made a huge mistake. Are you ready? It's thumb time. So no, we're not talking about Superman and the arrested development again. This is like the worst computer day ever. It really is. Of a lot of bad computer days. But the problems all start with Mark, so it's on him. Oh, God. <laughs> I got this one. This is Thumbs Fury with Mark, Dave and Dustin. Oh. Chopper's There's a valid right member in there. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome back again to the Thumbs of Fury, the definitive... Not movie. Arrested Development version. Yeah. The definitive movie That's and right. TV show review podcast. What else podcast. were you doing? Bound? Superman Unbound. <laughs> oh, Not the Gina Gashon <laughs> lesbian softcore porno bound. <laughs> Jennifer Tilly. Was it Jennifer Tilly? Yeah. Uh, Gina Gashon was in it too. Okay. I've never seen the lesbian. I've never seen that. Le- a lesbian's two people, right? Lesbians like a lesbian scene would involve two people. She could be masturbating. Okay, but that's not really a lesbian scene. That's but if she's looking like at, her, a, at a picture of herself or some other lady, it could still be a lesbian scene. Okay, fine. Whatever. Or she was masturbating to her own butthole. Yeah, exactly. What if she has one of those... <laughs> What if she has one of those pocket badges that she stuffs what inside herself? What does that herself? even mean? Like looking in a mirror at her ass? <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Does that, does that lesbian act? What or is wrong with you? That's people? a good question. Is that unisex? Or? I don't know. It's it's odd either way, but I, I don't know if it's lesbian or what is it, it is. <laughs> so uh, self love of the ultimate form. It's definitely self love. There's no doubt. I guess that's why they all buy Hank's, you know, handyman sack of dildos, so they can. Look at their own ass? What right. does that have to do with the dildos? It has a convenient pocket mirror. Oh, uh, okay. On the dill, it, it actually right. extends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ass mirror it's a rear view mirror. It it's a rear goes, view, yes. It has good quotes. Ass mirror included. It's a little Could you clamped. attach it to the right, dill? Right. Yeah, okay. I got you. Right. Makes sense. 
plus if you're hitting both spots, you can accurately target your way through the desktop right. trench. If, if you're not actually masturbating to your asshole, right. you can see your asshole right. to insert other things exactly. in your asshole. Exactly. Nunchucks, bananas. Gotcha. That makes pa- sense. Passion fruit. That's a good yeah. invention. I'm glad we I'm glad we got them as a sponsor. Yeah. They really got some good ideas. I'm it's innovative. Open. It's innovative I'm, in the insert things in your ass world. I'm not only the spokesman. I'm also a client. Oh, no, it's more so, information than I need. So you've seen your ass in a mirror, is what you're saying. <laughs> Many a time. Dude, there's not a day that goes by that I don't see my <laughs> asshole in a mirror. You gotta spit shine that shit. Remember Angel spit? Oh yeah, spit, Angel spit shine, butthole, butthole, spit or shine or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. I don't. Does the angel come with the kit, or is that a is that an upgrade? The it's angel separate... holds the mirror. Oh, the angel holds the mirror. Okay, and it spit shines it <laughs> with his unicorn tears. What kind of angels are these? The Dave kind. Okay. It's pretty awesome. You get an angel and unicorn tears. The right. Dave they don't kind? usually come as a combo. So essentially, da- dead Chopper Dave comes right. down from heaven to hold the mirror to your ass. And spit shine your butthole. God. That's sweet of him. That's not really <laughs> the scenario that I would wish He's a sweet for, guy. That's a bad. That's a bad gig from heaven, though. You think like, <laughs> you, you can stay away from assholes at that point. But God's tired of him he is know, play making Dave. fun of him. True. That is true. He is ass play Dave. True. Anal. <laughs> Anal. It's like a very advanced oil change tech. <laughs> I mean, you're, there's, sure, yeah. There's dipsticks of sorts. I mean, if you really want to get it deeply clean, I guess there would be. Yeah. So then we go to the detail. Do you have the manual? Good we can thing pull we're out? trying to. I'm rush, sure there is. I'm sure there's a manual. So you can get out of here. Yeah. But he's kind of an expert. He doesn't really need a manual. That's this true. Is he knows how to clean. Thumbs it. of fury over <laughs> Hank's dildo pack for shit's sake. God damn. <laughs> God. Well, we gotta we gotta give love to the sponsor. <laughs> we gotta pull that for the next thumbs of fury. God. <laughs> Wipe my ass with pine cones. All right. Well, pine cones not included in the kit. <laughs> no, that's that's an add-on. It's a bonus item. That's what he liked to do when he was alive. But that's yeah. not. Yeah, that's not. I mean, part that, of the kit. That, that's I advanced technique. There may yeah. be heavenly pine cones. You never know. There might be. Well, passion fruit in your ass is one thing, but, but pine, pine cones, cones is an is entirely rough. different matter. Passion fruit. Well, passion fruit is rather smooth. <laughs> pine cones. I mean, you're, one's likely to break off. And oh, like, it's, it's definitely rough. You don't then, get a smooth pine cone. And then you're going to have a pine tree growing out of your asshole, and nobody wants a pine tree growing out of their asshole. When did it become white collar to wipe your ass and tear it the shit up with pine cones? <laughs> exactly. I mean, you don't want to do that. Exactly. I still think it's a valid question. Exactly. It is. Honest. It's not white collar at all. It's bad. Bad business. Or maybe it's very white collar. Could be. It's so white collar, we don't even know about I'm it. I'm fine with not <laughs> knowing about it. It's over there on Millionaire well, Island. Whenever uh, Hank's Buttle Pleasures or whatever the sponsor is... <laughs> So just the handyman sack of dildos. Hanks, butthole <laughs> well, they send the add-on pack of now, you know, friendly ass pine cones. Then that is their headquarters. Is Hanks <laughs> handyman butt world or whatever? Handyman butt world? <laughs> what do you call it? It's like a giant I Cabela's. Remember. I already don't remember. You walk in butthole pleasures. That's what it is. <laughs> it's a butt version of Cabela's <laughs> or Bass Pro Shop. God. That should be the name of the episode: a butt version of Cabela's. <laughs> That's the tagline for the store. <laughs> Hank's Butt Emporium. <laughs> a Cabela's. Even has a Cabela's <laughs> with the trademark on it. <laughs> they actually write it out that way. Spell it with a K. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. A Cabela's for buttholes. <laughs> you got mounted animals everywhere. <laughs> with butts on their horns. <laughs> of course. Butthole mares aplenty. It's quite a store. All kinds of deer buttholes and polar bear buttholes. <laughs> so God, the animal kingdom buttholes. Now, I didn't know that. I just now we've stretched into another dimension. <laughs> yes, a new but butthole a, dimension. 
we're gonna we're gonna have to step away from that one. Fine, you're you're on that limb by yourself. So yeah. speaking of buttholes, let's talk about Pacific Rim, which featured monsters that came out of Earth's butthole. That's true. <laughs> Under the ocean. <laughs> I guess it kind of did. And the whole point of the movie was to shut down Earth's anus. Right. It was. To, to put a, b- a bomb right. into the anus <laughs> to, shut to down. collapse the gangway. Yeah. Sponsored by Hank's Butthole Pleasures. <laughs> the butthole device. You've got the, it's Hanks, the ultimate butthole Hanks device. employees, petitioners, trying to get you not to actually successfully collapse the butthole. You don't remember that robot polar bear butthole in the movie? <laughs> I do. That's how, that's how you beat the monsters, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's something to do with ending their buttholes. <laughs> to fight buttholes, we had to create buttholes. So, the amazing part about this... Today we are going to cancel the butthole apocalypse! It's just giant robots oh bent over with their ass cheeks spread. <laughs> Firing pine cones at each other. <laughs> so with I, angels fluttering about them. Somehow I feel the pine cones would not have been very... It's up in between. Oh my god. Spin shining the robot butthole. <laughs> That's what you saw in the background with Idris Elba and the guy from Sons of Anarchy walking by the robot. He's got some angels spit shot in the robot butthole for the next encounter. It's amazing this movie didn't get more viewers. I know. Doesn't it sound great? With all that going on. This is the most authentic review of this film. This is the get. best review. The definitive review <laughs> you'll ever get a Pacific Rim job. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which I was wondering, when is the uh, I wonder the when job this... was taken off? You know, for <laughs> I do. I do wonder release. when the spoof porn will come out. Pacific Rim job. Oh. Surely that's got to be coming soon. Oh yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Mark that. <laughs> we do need that. <laughs> I just meant those seem to happen very often these yeah. days. Pacific Rim job, a triple X porn parody. <laughs> They usually don't like doing that, though. Yeah, they, it it seems like they usually like to say not Pacific Rim or some shit yeah. like that to make sure you're sure or make sure you know. They, I don't know. Should be interesting. Yeah, should. I actually agree with that. So let's yeah. get into the uh, butthole firing uh, robots in Pacific Rim. Um, let's go ahead and say there were no butthole firings within the movie. You don't know unless you've seen it. I saw it. I was next to you. I just don't. I'm not. I'm just not. I don't know. I really want... We need to have a fun game called Where's the Context? That we play the context around some of these. But that would involve drugs. us doing Is more this work. A comment? Doing, yeah, you're right, it doing would. historical work. But I think that would be a lot of fun. Like, I'll let you have that fun. I'd like, have to remember no it because I don't know. Freaking <laughs> I don't. Dude, I have like 15 episodes worth say of drops. That's after <coughs> episode 150. Yeah. Those, the early ones, forget that. I have like 50, uh, 15 episodes worth of drops marked that I need to go back and pull. Are so you, chances are I'm. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, I'm serious. But are you being serious? But I'm being totally serious. Why? That's weird. But are you serious? I am serious. Anyway. Bolito, Texas. So anyway, Specific <laughs> Rim. So unfortunately, it ended up uh, coming in third place behind Despicable, Despicable Me 2 and the incredibly, incredibly dumb Grown Ups 2. You don't know that. You haven't seen it. Man. I can almost Isn't guarantee that one, it. Isn't like, hit 300 million or some shit? Something stupid. Good God, really? Yeah. It's, in the U.S. Really, guy? It's ridiculous. That's pretty crazy. Did either of you see the first Grown Ups? No, I had no desire. Not there was not one laugh in the trailer. <clears throat> I did actually see it, and it was god fucking awful. So I can't believe they made a sequel to it. I did finish Ted, by the way. You're totally right on that one. Yeah. But it sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. It sucks. I really wanted to like it yeah. anyway. Um, I thought maybe Dustin was off, but nah. Nope. Anyway, I'm just <clears throat> I am surprised somewhat. I, I am surprised, and I'm not, given that the the idiocracy is truly about to hit us at any point. Oh, surprised because neither of those two are like a blockbuster movie 
Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I like those. well, Despicable Me too. I understand. I can understand yeah. that because of the kid the family, factor. kids, family, yeah. kids, blah, blah. Uh, well, that beating Pacific Rim wouldn't be a big deal either. I can I no, mean, but the fact that plus grown it's ups, probably actually well, you've seen it. Is it actually good? It's really good. Okay, yeah. then yeah, it's, then who cares? It's actually um, one of my favorite movies of the summer. Wow. Yeah. It's actually really well done. I'm, I'm not surprised it would have beat Pacific Rim, yeah. but the fact that Grown Ups 2 beat Pacific Rim was and what that. made me mad. Um, because, again, Kid Factor brings a lot more money. Not a surprise. But yeah. Pacific Rim, I was really saddened by that because, again, it, it's it's an original property, yeah. and all we seem to see in the summer these days is sequels. And Or they're kicking off a franchise. That's or they're kicking off done. a franchise. And this could have been Which, a franchise, I mean, but yeah. it might still be. Yeah, but we haven't seen something that was poised to be a new sci-fi franchise in a long time, it feels like. and Superhero is really kind of sci-fi. Huh? Superhero stuff is really kind of sci-fi. Yeah, well, yes, but that's also already a franchise. Like, those are all well-established characters. This is like a totally new... Pacific Rim coming out of nowhere? No basis. Okay, yeah. a completely new world. Front, you're right. Yeah, so yeah. it's something we haven't seen since probably District 9, and... Um, it's gonna be have a. Fr- it's gonna have another one. It's gonna be fine. Pacific Rim two. You world, think because of the worldwide sales, I'm sure it'll be fine. Maybe. I mean, people apparently. I'm quite are very, sure that'll do over. Because that's well gonna hit I'd well. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. That's gonna hit well. Like I found out the other day. Do you know why? Despite the fact that there are declining numbers in the U.S. that makes you that makes it think New uh, New it's necessary to do anything in 3D because U.S. does not go to see 3D by and large. Yeah, it's because the world because China watches that shit like crazy. Really, like it's the greatest thing ever. They will pay whatever it takes to get to something. That is so surprising. They will watch the Nature Channel in 3D in China. I'm pretty sure. That's disappointing. It's not disappointing. Actually, it's what they. Uh, it's I would what, actually rather watch the Nature Channel than most films. If I was going to watch something in H, in three uh, D, wow. Oh, in three D, yeah. I don't care to watch anything in three D. Some what? of the like, I don't know, like some of the stuff they've done, like Under the Ocean, or the, I don't know that kind of stuff. I'm okay with, but I don't really like like regular movies. I like Avatar a lot. Yeah, in three D. Yeah. I thought that was that was really one of the good. few that's done really well. It's one of the only ones I've watched in three D since that <clears> one came out. That I'm yeah. like, yeah, I, that was worth watching it in three D. Yeah. Well, and all those shitty ones that do it post production, that yes. really looks terrible. It's and really bad. There's plenty of them that do use the the James Cameron stuff now, but it's yeah. still it's just not not it's not good. Well. It's not, it's done, not well. done with yeah. his um, <clears throat> level of meticulousness. I'm not. Right. I'm just not. I don't know exactly. So, uh, what did you guys think of Pacific Rim? I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. There was it was obviously flawed. I mean, had a lot of problems. What movie? Do you go into that's not flawed? Yeah, there's some dialogue choices that I would there's rewrite some... a little bit. Not only that, the character development in the movie was pretty god awful. I thought the yes, it was. Did, did it you moved... enjoy Idris Elba getting up on the uh, podium and yeah, turning with his ass towards the actual <laughs> camera and starting his speech? Well, who doesn't and then enjoy turning some all the way around? Idris Elba ass. Yeah, it was very prominent. It was. Only, it wasn't quite you know like Batman and Robin, but yeah. it was prominent. I really didn't like the choice for the female lead at all. Mako, she was horrible. She was terrible. I, I don't understand like when they. Usually when they cast, as I understand the casting process, usually they'll find a couple casting actors room mark. the casting room, and they'll put them together to see what kind of chemistry they, they have. They have chemistry, yeah. yeah. They were like two zombies anytime they were on screen together. They were god-awful And together. the love story pretty much came out of nowhere for the last like two seconds. Yes, yeah. it was horrible. Like, but they okay. didn't really... The, the one thing I did like about it is they didn't make it a love story I know, but why even throw it in there? Look, I agree. I'm just saying the one thing I did like about yeah. it is like they weren't kissing at the end or anything like that. They were just kind of holding each other. What, and what's the guy's name from Sons of Anarchy? I don't remember his name. Uh, Charlie, Charlie Hunan. Charlie Hunan's angry face was also terrible. 
as we discussed at okay. the actual movie. His angry face in general is not terrible. Okay. There was a in specific that movie, scene. It was terrible. No, there, and that scene in that movie. There was a specific scene where he made an angry face that he looked like an idiot. Yes. I don't know what that was about. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's not changing anything. All right. Well, I don't want to crash the recording like I did Shut last up. time. Come on. Well, you got to bring the show down. I'm not. But yes, his angry face is bad. Mako was horrible. They had no chemistry <laughs> together. Yeah, they did not have very good chemistry together they, at they all. Were, they were like two cardboard cutouts that really may, were made to kiss. really bad decision. However, the robots looked amazing. Yeah. The... The Earth, aliens the Earth butthole aliens looked, looked amazing. Good. <laughs> like, it looked really... The CG in it was crazy. There was a couple of times when the action was a little bit too close. Me and Dustin yeah. talked about this a little bit. Like, like towards the end, the last scene one of them the, gets his... The, the main character off, yeah. gets his arm ripped off. That, and I didn't even notice that for a while. realize it at first. That was and, largely... My complaint largely about not only this movie, but action movies in general. The trend in the last 10 years has been, let's get everything super close up so you can't tell what the fuck is yeah, going on. But mm-hmm. that's a very good, uh, not stalling tactic, but like the way to cover up. Yes, yeah. It's I a understand really good that, way to do that. We have so, when, not necessarily humans, but we have so perfected machinery in CG. Yeah, I agree. We don't need that. I don't want to look like toys, I but I also don't want to be up in the armpit or the asshole of the robot not being able to tell what the fuck is going you on. You did in this movie. Well, yeah. But I, I, I it's spit shined as it was. You want to be right up in it. I will say again, spoiler alert, because we're gonna spoil some shit. The best part of this movie for me visually was when uh, he's in the robot and he's falling from the sky after killing the or he's a, he's kills the uh, flying monster yeah. and you see like a full shot of him whipping out the chainsword and killing the flying monster. By the way, that was such a cool scene. How about use the chainsword a little earlier? That was a fight? cool scene. Yeah, no shit. It was a really awesome yeah. scene. But yes, uh, c- coming from that was. <laughs> Why wasn't the sword utilized well, earlier? It's yeah. like, why didn't Voltron always bring out the blazing sword immediately when the monster attacks? Like, That's no, we're gonna spend uh, fifty. We're gonna spend fifty lines attacking the monster. Like, oh, like maybe we should join up and form Blazing Sword now. Yeah, same. Point. It's the same shit. It was cool. I liked. You're right. That was the cool part. Yeah. I liked the kind of reveal. I mean, it's not really like a reveal, but I liked that that monster fought for a long time before you realized that, oh, it has wings and it yeah. can fly. That was kind of cool, yeah. too. And I, I did feel like the pacing was off. Like, I feel like the middle battle with Flying Monster was way better than that last ending battle. Than the, yeah. the Category 5 one. Category 5 comes which, out and it's like, eh, just going to kick him back into the hole. We're just going to go ahead and well, just yeah, put kick him back right in the up hole. next to the... He, like, pretty much killed him. Yeah, but then they used the the the, the nuclear warhead on him. On, so well, I know it just it was entirely and that too short. Didn't kill him. You're right. I agree. It and, was. And that's you know that, and the category five is like calling to the other smaller ones to come help him. Like, yeah, he's category five. Hey guys, they should have. It should have been completely reversed. Like what I would have loved to see from this movie is it builds up with one monster and then you have a next smaller battle and it slowly slowly increases until that last battle and it's like. 20 minutes of rampage and destruction. Yeah, that would have been fun. And then they shove him in Earth's asshole and blow it up. Yeah. That would have been a fantastic been movie. I lo- the, don't get me wrong. One of the I other things the movie. that I thought was hilarious is uh, everything, everything they've sent into the asshole yeah. has <laughs> not worked, but somehow they're able to monitor the asshole. <laughs> exactly. It's monitored like the, that scene from Twister where yes. they monitor yeah. the tornado. Yeah, yeah. They monitor they're the asshole They're able to way. monitor it all the way down into the yeah. alien entrance. They had a Dorothy for the <laughs> Earth asshole, and they just sent it down there. Exactly. They pretty much just used Helen Hunt's technology from, <laughs> from Twister. Maybe it was... threw it down the asshole. <laughs> Maybe it was the only thing that got into the asshole. Exactly. Maybe they threw <laughs> Helen Hunt down the asshole. <laughs> that was the ending of Twister. Yeah. <laughs> the beginning of As Pacific a, Room. Yeah. Helen Hunt? The Twister gets need... consumed by the asshole with Helen. <laughs> Helen Hunt, we need you for a special assignment. <laughs> Where am I going? Uh, Down that giant asshole. Down, <laughs> Down Earth's asshole. <laughs> what? Huh? 
That it just cuts to her in the asshole. Oh, my God. <laughs> but overall, I mean, it was... I mean, there the, was some rough don't segments. Don't be wrong. But I, I liked the movie the a lot. The action was really good overall. The, the rewards... Well, like, no, no disrespect to the movie. <clears throat> no disrespect. The, the, the rewards of the movie greatly outpaced the faults of the movie, in my sure. opinion. I will say that we proved it right that if you're a woman, you probably don't want to go to this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Crystal despised that movie after. Yeah. Of course she did. I, I'm, me and Dustin were like, kind of surprised she wanted to go to yeah. that in the first place. Well, she went because, you know, she wanted to hang out with us. And, uh, yeah. I mean, she went on for like 20 minutes after the movie. Just <laughs> She just tore a new, she tore the film a new asshole. <laughs> I mean, she's like, none of the characters had any depth. I want to go to a movie where characters actually do things that are interesting. There was nothing interesting in this movie. And she's like, they were so close up up in their butts. Like, you could even tell what the fuck was going on. They were just a constant blur. We had that same complaint. Yeah. But especially in the ending. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't always like that, though. The giant monster flying monster was good. Yeah, there were were some good moments for sure. And uh, the robot designs were awesome. And I love the fact that there were so many nods to classic uh you know big monster movies like godzilla sure, and sure. and voltron and and those things and especially i love the the nod to like something like power rangers where they have to do synchronous motions to do yeah. some sort of robot activation like like a, what's a guy's name tommy little or whatever it is that has like the long hair that has the exercise machines oh yeah yeah tony little tony yeah, little yeah. yeah it looks like they're on the tony little <laughs> exercise machine yeah, they're on the, the, they got little gazelles <laughs> in the head exactly. they got the gazelles going yeah it's pretty yeah. amazing but I, I like the you know the false technology of the the drift, which yeah. they then implement towards. Yeah, that was a the good drift. Is way yeah, two yeah. minds are able to connect. Yeah, and kind of like we all do on the show. Know, know their motions before. Yeah, they, and, and the other thing that we didn't say is it. They tried at first to have one pilot in these things, but yeah. it, it proved that the the drift to, to connect them not only Why? to each other but to the machine was too Why? much. Yeah, Why? too much to handle. So they need two pilots. Yeah. So, and don't ask why. They don't explain it. And, and in one machine, fine. three pilots. They explained it? Not really, though. I mean, they none explained of it, that it was too much for the brain to handle. But what's too much? I mean, they don't get any details in this movie. Is too the much, point. so you much. Just, you just accept that, you know, that yeah. was too much for well, one person but, just because it is. And, you know, where else? I'm just saying, really this is one of those movies that you kind of... Shut aside. Check it's your mind. Giant robots. That's what I'm saying. It's one of those movies that you giant monsters yeah, you from to, the Earth. You have to go anus. into it to kind of check in your mind at the yeah. door and just sure. absorbing it as an entertaining sure. action movie. That's the thing. I went in having just seen Independence Day a few weeks earlier. <laughs> I went into it expecting bad Why? acting, bad. Do- it, it's July Fourth. It's time oh, to watch Independence Day. Go into it expecting you know bad acting and bad characterization. I expect except all that. for Will Smith. I'm in there for the for the spectacle, and that's exactly what we got. And Will I Smith loved wasn't it. too great in that movie. You need to reexamine. Well, he was Will Smith in every like other movie. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like he was just Will Smith. He had some funny yeah. lines. Yeah, I yeah. Seem to remember. He had some snappy one-liners. You know, <clears throat> he was Will know. Smith. Yeah, yeah he's likable. Will Smith. Bill Paxton was terrible. Everybody was, was terrible. In that Bill movie. Pullman was the only person who was good. Was, uh, Bill Jeff. Paxton was really bad. Although, in that movie. He Bill was Paxton cut and Pullman, from the entire movie. They're both spared. Let's <laughs> just go ahead and admit it. <laughs> the only good person was Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Okay, I, Will Smith is always okay at least. Jeff Goldblum was always Jeff Goldblum. Was amazing. I love Jeff Goldblum. Judd Hirsch was good too. Judd Hirsch was good. Yeah. Judd. He played Jeff Goldblum's dad. dad. Yeah. Oh yes, he was. Yeah. I, it seemed like what's his name had a couple of funny lines. Quaid too. Harry Potter's been a really long time since I've seen it. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. Dennis Quaid. But you were Danny saying Quaid? essentially yeah. you were saying you were prepared for. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I movie. expect out of most spectacle movies is bad dialogue or 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 you know ba- uh, horribly awesome I, I, one-liners I, I, and uh, bad characterization thin thinly constructed characters but awesome action uh, we, so and we, that's we, exactly we, what I, I expected and that's exactly what we got I, and I, 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 I thought it was fantastic 
I, I loved it. It was pretty good. It was good. I give it... For 40, what it was, it was good. I give it 45 thumbs up. Which you always get mad I qualified yeah, that way, but for what it was, it was good. Of course. <laughs> I give it 45 thumbs up. Uh, one of the things <laughs> I said to Dustin, maybe both of you, later is that I really hope that uh, Michael Bay is watching this. Yeah. And take some of the, the the things that were good about this movie yeah. into the next Transformers. Yeah. Because every Transformer Reboot. is you're at the elbow joint while they fight. What? You're always zoomed into the elbow joint yes. while they fight. Well, I just feel like this movie did a lot of things. I said to my, my brother was like, dude, I tried to see it last night. Have you seen it yet? And I said, it's the best Transformers movie yet. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, think, that's pretty good. I yeah. think... There were no there were no slow moving shots while Transformers everything. exploded around a gorgeous, you know, yeah. raven haired beauty or whatever. I will say that I'm appreciative of that too. This was a giant spectacle movie without any TNA flashing. Yeah, your yeah, face. exactly. I didn't like the girl that was the lead, but then again, but it wasn't. They se- didn't make anything. It about wasn't sexualized at all. Sexual at all. No, other than the shot of Elders <laughs> Elders' ass at one point. <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah, yeah. There was. I mean, but that whatever. <laughs> It wasn't his bare but, ass, but, but still, it seemed unnecessary that he steps up <laughs> and stands with his ass toward the camera for a moment before but he turns it's around. Like, it's like one of the ass everybody. shots in Mass Effect Two when they're wearing the armor <laughs> and they just they have the camera directly sitting on one of the ladies' asses, you know? Yeah, it's and true. then they, they slowly lot, glide up to their face. Yeah. You know? Same but Idris Elba just—he's sexy and everything. He so is. He can't he's help a damn sexy. You guys it. would just get all over that dude if he would let you. I'd let him fuck me. Yeah, it's crazy. God. Man, I'm really sorry that wasn't clean. <laughs> I'd let him explore my asshole with his pine cones. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I'd let him explore Mark's asshole. <laughs> While he's exploring Idris Elba's asshole. We need to run into him at a con sometime and just be like, Hey, Eldris. Got, got a little clip Hydra? here. Idris. Idris. Yeah. Would, you like to Would you like to explore this guy's asshole with some pine cones? <laughs> While this guy's exploring your asshole with pine cones. God. <laughs> you think we might get some more uh, hits on the break room? We might. We got we some might. pictures of that out? Probably. Some pictures? <laughs> okay, I'm not taking them. You can take them. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a I think picture, we're all losing. picture of you <laughs> getting your asshole explored with that music on the website. Uh, it's going to be yeah, a rotating gif. God. Small and large eyes. <laughs> we're here to... Ex- <laughs> this is... Awkward. Not just your red eye. So Pacific Rim is a winner, I think. I, I definitely want to see it on All IMAX. Right. Now, All right, sure. you have to be a dude, and you have to like, or you have to not just be a really dude. Appreciate, but you have to appreciate that appreciate genre, the mind checking genre. Yeah, you really. have to appreciate that that sim- simplicity of film. Out, which, go, out. If you don't do that, then you don't like Transformers. You don't like Fast and yeah. Furious. You don't like all sorts of things. Sure. But um, out, so let's, let's quickly you don't like Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Any of them. Let's yeah. quickly touch on Monsters University because that was the other big one that came out Let's not. just before that. Let's out, do. Go out. Um, Monsters University, I really had to say it was a big disappointment. It was fine. It was okay. Yeah. Like, it wasn't not funny. It was funny. <laughs> it had funny parts. But was it original? No. I mean, it was basically Revenge of the Nerds. It's not going to be original to begin with because it was monster a monster form. Before yeah. it. Yeah. But, you know, the, well, the characters could be used in that original story. True. Sure. But for they tell the exact a, same story? Well, as it was their Revenge college. of the Nerds, basically. Yeah, yeah it was Revenge of the Nerds. It wasn't ah, the same. It wasn't Monsters Inc. again. But no, it was, I see yeah. what you're saying. But for, you know, for a movie that it, for a sequel that took 12 years to come out, yeah. this is not what I wanted so out of. Been Pixar working film. on it for 12 years, or did it just so happen? I don't know. I, I don't know. I doubt but it. But either way, for for a delay of 12 years, what the hell's going on outside? They playing some Timmy T out there? It's a bi- It's a motorcycle. <laughs> I was like, also, also are we being bombed right now? <laughs> also, the plane's of Timmy T. 
<laughs> We're right next to my airstrip, and they're starting up one of the planes <laughs> right now. It's insane. <laughs> Somebody blurring from right. Slim Whitman. Gasoline. God. But yeah, uh, Monsters University was a huge disappointment. <laughs> huge disappointment. All right. Gasoline. You want to get out of here. Yeah, it was fine. It was okay. I haven't seen it, so two thumbs down. All right. Out. Let's go, get out, out of here. Out. Go. Out. We're blowing all the pine cones out of our asses <laughs> and getting out of the show. You can call us at 469-665-9827. Huh. Or you can email us at 469-665-9827. Need to, like, at some point loop that around more than twice so that he's not expecting it. It just keeps going. Exactly. You can email us at breakroomshow at gmail.com. Find us at facebook.com slash breakroomshow. MySpace.com slash The Break Room, which that is may still actually not be updated. That actually may be relevant again with MySpace's revamp. It might yeah, be. Probably not. that not. we'll do anything with it, but it's, you know. Still MySpace gonna, actually looks a little bit better now. Twitter.com I haven't even looked at it. slash The Break Room. Twitter.com slash The WS9775. Twitter.com slash Naveed Central. And at The Mark. Uh, you can also follow our sister shows, the 15-Minute Movie Podcast or the Hobo Shack, all of which you can find at popsyndicate.net. But follow them after you follow us. Yes, follow all of us and make love to us. <laughs> but us first. Uh, what else? Um, next thing week, Pinecone I really wish exploration. I really wish Pop Syndicate would follow me and you, but apparently we're not cool enough. No, no we're not. not. You're not. Uh, Twitter.com/slash/pop/the/pop/syndicate. Uh, so there you go. Uh, leave us a question of the week, and we'll do our best to answer it. And uh, leave that the phone number. What else do we have? Anything? I, I think that's it, isn't it? That's it. Support do we know what we're doing Barrett. next week? Support traveling bear. Let's no. get the hell out of here. We know what the hell we're doing. All right. Probably playing some more uh, Slim Collins or whatever his name is. Out, Slim go, out, 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 go, out. Gasoline. All right, all right, gasoline. All right, all right, gasoline. Out, go, out, go. I just don't. I'm not. I'm just not. I don't know. Skill Rex? This is the clothed Mr. <laughs> Mr. Skin over here. Oh, hey ho, uh, this is Primity Frog. Get the fuck out. Why are you eating my food? Get out. Donkey show. I was just thinking how, you know, that that is the great penis. Billy built a robot in his parents' garage because he had a list of problems that he needed to solve. He said, I'm sick of the hills. Laguna Beach is fake and whack. Let's party like it's 96 and bring the horn section back. Back before Gwen Stefani started rapping with Pharrell. Gas plus 115 and Goldfinger could sell. When reality TV wasn't scripted or contrived, the brass was fat and bumping and the beats were all played live. See, Billy was obsessed with third wave scum. The mighty Boston's real big fish. Listen, Jake, he's seen them all. He longed for a time when even Bill Clinton played the sax on the White House lawn and kids wore shades and checkered slacks. So Billy's is back in the class and laughs with an open on his lap and he plans his task to make a giant robot. How's that? And bring the real Orange County back.
it opened up its eyes, weighing 700 pounds and standing eight foot five. With his black coat, white shoes, black hat, set to attack the robot, headed to the hills to give those spoiled kids a smack. Chris Cavalieri got nine flat as Billy bumped the aquabats. He ripped out Misha Barton's spine to crank safe Ferris and Sublime. He burned down Heidi Montag's home when he blast the OC super tones. He screamed while smashing Elsie's head. Stop! It's not dead! Macarena as you rock your Tamagotchi with your Newton down at Woodstock playing Sega Lottie Dottie. He brought the 90s back and then he free to bed. If you can't find this jam on Napster, then the warehouse sells cassettes. He was this robot. So very I'm so Prime? glad this thrills you. I'm glad we take time out of our schedules, and you want to hurry up and get the fuck out of here, but you want to sit there for ten minutes and play cream and cunt. Funding for this program was made possible by the Corporation for Pop Syndicate Podcasting and by annual financial support from viewers like you. This is The Break Room. 